Triangle Radio Podcast. Triangle Radio Podcast Show. On the Triangle Radio Podcast Show, we'll be hosting small business interviews and discussing community, culture, and connection. Give it up for your host, Jordan Clark. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Triangle Radio Podcast. Today, I'm uh, recording live from Carolina Beach with the owner of a, a taco joint here in town that's absolutely making waves. Business is blowing up, and I can speak from experience from just having lunch here that uh, the food is absolutely phenomenal. So today on the show, we have EJ Griffin, owner of Nolly's Taco Joint here in Carolina Beach. Uh, EJ, welcome to the show today. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. This is great. Yeah, absolutely. So we're super excited to dive in. I know like a million realtor friends that own houses out here. Yeah. And uh, when I posted on my own personal Facebook page, like, hey, down at Carolina Beach for the week on family vacation, want to record a, uh, a version of the podcast? Like, who do we need to talk to? Uh, you and, and your business's name uh, kept coming up. So we're uh, honored and thankful to be here for, for today. And I appreciate you carving uh, some time out of your schedule to uh, chat with us today. So uh, first and foremost, uh, let's talk a little bit about, you know, how this whole Nolly's uh, concept came to be. And, you know, you're welcome to fill our fill our listeners into any background story to where we got to this point to today. Sure. Well, it's been a long time coming. I've been wanting to have a food truck forever and ever. And worked in the industry my whole life, been a bartender for 16, 17 years and ran a restaurant down the street. And after that came to a halt, I signed a lease on this place. And this place is basically a food truck. It's the smallest kitchen you ever see. And it's the smallest dining room. And we had just the porches and stuff. And it just kind of manifested itself into what you see now. It started off just with the orange and the, the, the name Nolly's Taco Joint is just Nolly's is a skateboard trick. It's okay. A, it's a... It's like it, when you ollie, you know, people jump. Yeah, yeah, it's, sure. It's a nollie is off the nose, so it's a nose ollie. Gotcha, nollie. gotcha. Yeah. yeah, so I was going to ask you, you know, about the name and, and where mm. that came from. And and, uh, and walking through the restaurant today yeah. and up here in your office uh, this afternoon, it's it's very clear to me that you're you're passionate about uh, skateboarding. So yeah. maybe fill the listeners in on a little bit about your story. I, I think I understand that you uh, have some roots in California, which yep. is probably where yep. the passion for skateboarding developed. So probably an important part of your story if you want to touch on that for a minute. Sure. Well, I was born in Massachusetts, and that's where I started skateboarding. And I grew up with three guys out there, and... We all just grew up skateboarding together, and about, about right after high school, I knew I had to get out of there because it's just winter, and if you want to skateboard, you got to be anywhere but there. So yeah. I just I took off, went down to Florida, I went to California, came back to Florida, ended up back in California, was, was sponsored for a while. Fact, oh, really? Factory sponsored, yeah. They would fly me around, and pretty close to pro, but not pro, but it was still, they traveled, I traveled with them and stuff. It was really a good time. Cool. And then, you know, get older, start hurting your knees. Discovered, yeah. discovered the bar business and <laughs> I figured that was my next niche. Started doing that forever. Yeah, abs- absolutely. So, so I understand uh, from talking with you earlier today that um, you've been in the Carolina Beach air- area now for about ten years. Yep. So, uh, what ultimately uh, led you to to move into Carolina Beach? Well, I would come visit here like thirteen years ago with my friends that I grew up with in Massachusetts. They they migrated down here, and I would come visit them, and then just. I always loved coming down here and just one day surfing with all my friends out on the north end. My, my buddy Tim looked at me. He's like, let's move to Carolina Beach. Let's get a house. Let's build a ramp. And I said, all right, let's do it. And we both went. He lived in San Francisco. I lived in San Diego. I was here in five months. So September will be 12 years. 12 years, 12 years. So uh, when, you, when you first moved here, it sounded like you you know were in between some restaurant and management jobs and things like yeah. that. 
Um, at what point did you kind of throw your hands up and say, hey, look, we're, we're really going to pursue this this food truck idea? And and uh, what led you to tacos? I mean, tacos are obviously amazing. Right. But, you like, know, was there a backstory to that? Well, I just I was working in a, a really the food truck idea has always been in my head and I've always thought about it. But this building, this Nolly's right where we are is my landlord's building. And I rent from him, too. And he rents the people where I used to work. And he would always say, you know, you got to do and this building was empty. There was nothing going on here. It was dead. It was just dead. And he just told me, he's like, you got to do something with this. You got to do something with this. So when when everything happened at the other place, like six days later, he's like, take it and signed a lease right then. And we started going. And while I'm working on it and just looking at it, people are walking by telling me it's never don't do anything with it. This place always fails. Don't touch it. Stay away from it. I was just like, well, I mean, I, I meant it when I said it. Like, you don't know me. You know, like, I have my idea what I had. It, and just knew tacos was the way I was going to go. And I wanted it to be more like Southern California food. Because yeah. that's, what I, that's what I miss most. Like, yeah. it's just such great places out there. Man, like, that ma- mahi taco I had was mm-hmm. was the heat. Super, yeah. super fresh yeah. ingredients. And uh, may go for another one before I head on out mm-hmm. uh, for the, to the beach for the rest of the day. So um, so the business has been up and running now for how many years? Uh, so Memorial Day was three years. For three years. Con- mm-hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. You know, running a restaurant business, I know from experience, uh, having looked into, you know, getting loans for one before, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, super high failure rate, uh, you know, in those those first couple of years. So looks like uh, you survived and are are one of the few. So congratulations on on that. So let's talk about, you know, kind of your early early years in the business. I know from being a a small business owner uh, myself that you know, getting to a successful point in your business yeah. where you're profitable, you're making money, and most importantly, you're having fun uh, can be a challenge. Let's let's talk about those early years and, you know, some of the struggles that you encountered while you were trying to launch the business and then get the business off, off, off uh, ground in year one. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was it was, it was amazing because we, we, I signed the lease in November and we didn't open until Memorial Day. So the town is, they're, they're wonderful. I, I love them, but they just, the permits and the way you got to go about it and the angles and it just, it was really trying and a lot diff- of red tape. really difficult and it just took forever. I mean, the day they gave me the paperwork for me to be open to sell, I, I just started crying. I couldn't even hold back because it's been such a, such a fight and, and a challenge. And, yeah. and then it was like, you know, my, my father had helped me out a lot with this and my uncle Jack, he helped me with the build out and, you know, they just like, we didn't, he was, my dad wouldn't, didn't make it easy for me. You know, he just would send me minimal money. I had to explain where it was all going. So we, we were on a budget the whole time. And we, we, when we opened, we were in, we were in debt. It was, it was pretty insane. Like, but it worked out good, man. It's been, and then it's just been manifesting into all the art and stuff and the boards, more boards and more boards and more, more exposure. It's just been great. Yeah. Well, you seem to have an incredible, you know, reputation here in town. One for not only having like amazing tacos, probably the best I've ever had in my life. Uh, but two for being, being a stand up guy and, you know, very, very early in your (laughs) story. (laughs) <laughs> Very early in your story, I, I can tell that, you know, this wasn't a, a trust fund kid that, that moved out here from California. You've Absolutely had a, a lot of help to get you, you know, to this point on, on where you're currently at right now. Um, you know, running a running a small business is, is, is not easy, right? It's a lot of yeah. hard work, long hours, blood, sweat, and tear, dedication. Mm-hmm. Really, you, you pour your whole heart and soul into it. You know, what would you say, you know, in looking back at the last few years and the struggles that you've encountered were maybe like the most powerful, uh, like either business or life lessons that you've learned along the way. Cause it uh, is a journey, right? Yeah. I can, I could, I could help someone open a restaurant pretty easy cause I've made all the mistakes. Like <laughs> you pretty much, you name it. I made it like, you know, forgetting to sign this, not doing this, not just, there's so many th- different things. And then the very beginning with the staffing and stuff was always trying cause 
you know, I knew like from everywhere else on the island where I worked, I knew people that would work for me and I knew people that would not work for me. And, yeah. And then you get people, it's just a trying, staffing's impossible. I mean, now the last two years I've had just the best staff ever and they're all super loyal, super dedicated and really just love what, what we're doing. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, unfortunately, I don't live at the beach yet, but I could imagine, you know, that if I did live at the beach instead of, you know, working, I'd mm -hmm. rather be out, you know, drinking beer and mm -hmm. surfing some waves and, and skateboarding. So yeah. I imagine, you know, finding uh, people that uh, take the job seriously mm -hmm. and show up on time and show up consistently, yeah. you know, may have, have been a challenge. Oh, yeah. What, what would you say is, is kind of the turning point where you were able to figure out, you know, that model or that equation? I feel like... I feel like I'm still not there. I feel like every yeah. every year, like like the first year, I made so many mistakes. That the second year, I knew like how to set up my bank better, and you know, and, and set up my insurance better, and I just know how to set up the food better. And now we're at the kitchen. Just it's one way. It's only done this way, and it's 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 perfect how it is. Yep. So when I hire someone that's like a super creative chef, I like there's no creativity. You know, our food is what it is, and it's perfect how it is, and we're not going to change. I'm not adding anything. There's no room. Place is too small. This is what we do. Yeah. Well, you know, come with, your, with your background and just kind of being yeah. a cool, like laid back guy, you might come into this with like a creative, like yeah. artsy side yeah. to it. But, you know, quickly you learn in business that it's all about systems mm -hmm. and models mm -hmm. uh, for the for the sole purpose of having consistency uh, with the product and the experience yeah. that, you know, people are having when they come into your restaurant. Because yeah. if that's all over the place, you know, yeah. before you know it, you know, you start losing loyal customers, yep. the bad reviews uh, start showing up. And, you know, from what I've seen, there's very few of those yeah. out there. So, so kudos uh, to you on that. So, you know, talk about like the growth maybe that you've experienced from, you know, year one, year two, and then where you landed uh, in year three as far as like, you know, sales are concerned with the business. Just started out really small and I, that's what I wanted to do because it was just me. You know, I had, I had people helping me and stuff, but it was just trying to get it, get it going. And then it's just being so close to the beach and being what, just the way it looks and people just started coming and we just started growing and growing. And then next thing you know, I got people from Raleigh saying they heard about me and then my, my food vendors in Durham and you heard somebody talking about me and then some people up in Asheville and then people, there's ladies came in from Afghanistan that just moved to North Carolina and they were out there and some other soldiers had told them that if you're in Carolina beach, you got to go to Nollies. Like, yeah. Just yeah. like worldwide world so, famous yeah so you, you kind of got it maybe got ahead of my of what my next question was going to be is like how are people finding out about your business are you you know proactively you know marketing or is it primarily through just people coming here and having some damn good tacos right, i would say word of mouth is definitely the number one thing but i advertise in local paper and i do like all the local stuff and i do any any kind of any any kind of charity event that i can be involved in with yeah. a donation I, I make sure i'm involved in and just stuff like that. I cater. I do a little catering. I'll, I'll, oh, really? I catering. Do stuff I like bet. that. Like, not really a big fan of it in the summer because we're so small. But yeah, would... yeah. What 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 percentage of your business would you say uh, is uh, you know, tied up in catering right now? Oh, 10. 10 percent. Yeah, not even. Yeah. If someone called me, I, I just can't do it right now. We get so busy. It'd have to be like a Tuesday afternoon at like two, three o'clock that I, I could do something for you. Yeah. So when you do, are you, when you're doing the catering business, are you guys like preparing the meals here and then delivering yep. them? Or yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you had mentioned earlier that, you know, your initial vision was to have have a food truck. So maybe that could be something for you, you know, down the line oh, yeah. where um, I know like in our real estate business and in, in the Raleigh area, like last weekend, for example, like I brought an ice cream truck to this really cool like house that yeah. had a pool in it. That's and, great. and that was it. That was a huge hit. You ever see yourself maybe getting into I, something I've, like that? I've in definitely future? been approached about stuff like that. And yeah. I, could, I could easily see it because, like I said, this our kitchen so small, it'd be the same exact 
prep the right. same exact model. We could do the same exact food in a food truck. And, yeah, and exactly. Just, like with all the festivals and yep. stuff that are going mm-hmm. around on the island, I could see that showing up right. and, and being a huge day for you guys, especially with your already established brand, yeah. right? Yep. It's just like my, my, my kids and my young kids, when mm-hmm. we drive past the McDonald's, that golden arch, yeah, yeah. people on the island seem to have a, a similar uh, reaction when they hear the Nolly's yeah. name, but may not feel like, uh, you know, making the drive down the beach after a day of uh, drinking in the sun. Right. So it seems like uh, it could be a, a cool uh, potential future business business idea for you. So let's talk about the food for a second. Um, so I just enjoyed like fried mahi tacos mm-hmm. and the chicken one uh, based on the bartender's recommendation. Uh, both were phenomenal. Uh, two things that I'm absolutely certain that our guests are going to want to hear uh, so that they're making the best choices when they come to Nollies for the yeah, first sure. time are, are one, uh, what are your like most popular dishes uh, for, the, for the general public that come in? And then two, what are your personal favorite items on the menu? Well, I always I always hear about the mahi taco, definitely in the fried mahi, either the grilled or the fried. I get a lot yep. of, a lot of good feedback on that. The shrimp, we the marinade that we do for our shrimp is is just super good, and it's like like I said, it's from it's the exact same shrimp we did when we opened that we yeah. do right now. And my personal favorite, it's on the menu. It's EJ's favorite. Yeah. It's, a, it's a pesky taco. It's yep. kind of modeled from a, a restaurant or a taco place I worked at in San Diego, and it's like. I was eating it up here. I was making it for myself, and I finally I was like, "We gotta, we gotta put this on the menu." You know, and so yeah. A couple of years ago, we put it on the menu, and it's, it's been a hit too. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, as you're talking through your favorites on the menu, the wheels are turning. Like, how did you get the uh, ideas for? for this great tasting food. Cause it's not like, you know, some dude in his apartment just like trying to throw some stuff together. Yeah. So yeah. can you, can you uh, let the listeners know like kind of where the uh, inspiration came for oh, yeah. many of these dishes and you know? Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. um, I, I knew what I, the food I wanted to do, but like I said, I'm a bartender, so I got a lot of help. And the main guy that helped me is Chris over at soul flavor. He came in, um, super, super hurting for a menu. He came in and he just, he built my menu. Like he just set me up. He's a, he's an all pro chef. And, yeah. And then he and then he I worked with him in the kitchen. And he basically like what I call it is kitchen boot camp. Like he like beat it into me what I was supposed to do, what I was doing wrong, and wouldn't let me go and showed me the the exact reason why we did this this way. And I've it's just burned in my brain, and I've just kept it going. So I have really a big 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 shout out to Chris, man. Soul flavor, best food. Yeah, awesome, man. I, I keep hearing like you know these great stories of how people came together and mm-hmm. helped you in your journey. Absolutely. And uh, absolutely, yeah. There's a, there's a saying that if you wanna if you wanna f- go fast, go alone, alone, right? Yeah, but yeah. if you wanna go far, you need to travel, travel together. And it yeah. seems like you have some incredible influences and, and incredible friends that have helped you get to this spot where you're at today. Um, so it seems like now you're you're more in like a management you know yeah. owner position. Talk about like the early years, like you know, were you were you in the kitchen in, oh, yeah. on the line? No, like I, if I one of your on, guys goes down, are no, you able to? I was here. I was here all day, every day, just doing working it, the line. Yeah, working line. I usually and once people once I started getting comfortable, I'd come in in the morning. I'd prep with with Chris. Chris worked with me for about a month and a half, and he just really like showed me everything. And then as he showed me everything, I showed everybody else everything, and then just kept everyone on the same page and just kept it going and now now I'm kind of in a position where I got amazing people working for me and you know I come in they need something I help them I can do whatever you know I cook whatever I check try not to micromanage you know I know that's yeah that, that's horrible to do to people so I'll come in I'll start saying something like I'll leave you alone you do your thing yeah yeah sure so talk talk a little bit more about like these these great employees like one like where are you finding them and two like what what light bulb went off for you when it's like, okay, now I know what a bad employee looks like. Yeah. This is the filter that I'm going to use to make sure that we hire great people because a business is nothing more than a collection of, of the employees that mm-hmm. are serving your clients that come through the door. And if you mess up on that part, it can be devastating. 
Yeah, I mean, just you kind of just start to see like you can tell right away if somebody can can handle it because it's such an easy thing. The only th thing is there's a lot of modifications with the food. So when I start seeing a lot of food waste, you know, and stuff, can, I'm, I try not to ever complain. But when I start seeing that stuff happen and it's consistently with someone or bad attitudes, like we have no bad attitudes. No yep. one, everyone's everyone's up. Everyone's happy. Even when the place is burning down, there and they're joking and. You know, and like someone, someone will start complaining about something. And I come in, I'll start helping out. And next thing you know, we're just joking. Everyone's back on page and we just get, starts getting busy and yeah. just gets out of control. That's why I tell everyone. It's like, you got to be able to handle busy, busy, yeah. high pressure, high stress. You I know, try, I try and do like whatever, whatever I can for them, you know, outside of work, whatever, whatever I can do for them. Yeah. So, so obviously like weekends are probably going to be busy for you as mm -hmm. we're sitting here on the patio today. The beach is like, it looks awesome out. We're getting rained on. Yeah. <laughs> Beach is like literally like step, steps away. So I imagine a good portion of your patrons are coming in like off the beach to yeah. cool off with a taco and a beer. Yep. Uh, like what would you say are like the busiest like days and times that you guys are prepared to, to have a big hit? It's definitely the weekends for sure. But like on, on, a, on a Tuesday, it can just it can just heat up like it can just all of a sudden just be like nuts. And like I tell them this, always be prepared to be busy in this parking lot. There used to be hotels all right there yeah. you can't really like right where i'm right we're off the deck and then a huge home home zone right there so it used to be just this lot yep and now this is all parking and so people come and this, this lot was full last weekend and all they see is this building and yeah so a yeah. lot of a lot of probably walk-in traffic yep. uh for you yeah very, very cool so um before we uh, close out the episode uh for today is there anything else you want to share with our our listeners you know about you about your story in the business about nollies and what they uh, should expect when they come into the restaurant. Well, first off, thank you for having me. This is really cool. I'm like, done. Yeah. I don't really know what to say about about <laughs> me. I just like to talk about Nolly's. Nolly's is just a great, fun place. You know, we offer really fresh food. We're really everyone's dedicated to it. Our service is really important to me. So I just offer a good environment. It's sad that you can't come in right now with all this craziness going on because yep. you can't really see. I got like a 155 skateboards downstairs on the walls, and there's always skate videos on the TV. Everyone knows if I come in and there's something other than skateboarding, I'm going to be super upset <laughs> unless it's like a Super Bowl or something. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, we uh, so for the listeners today, we, we've also uh, taken some really cool pictures and video clips. Um, so if you want to check out our blog, we'll be doing a blog of this episode as well, which can be found on our website, uh, triangleradiopodcast.com. Um, EJ, before we uh, break from the show today, uh, I understand that you have a, a special gift uh, for our audience. Um, if they come in and mention Triangle Radio Podcast, you're going to hook them up with something. You want to yeah. share that before we uh, jump off the interview today? Yeah, absolutely. If you come in and mention the podcast, you'll, we'll give you a free salsa trio is what it is. It's three of our homemade salsas, the Pico, the Verde, and the Red, the Chipotle Red. Oh, that's awesome, man. We, we really appreciate you doing that for our listeners. So again, uh, for anybody that comes into Nollies here in Carolina Beach, uh, come in and mention Triangle Radio Podcast, and they're going to hook you up with a free salsa trio. So don't say EJ and I never gave you nothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so EJ, um, if people want to like connect with you guys uh, like online or whatever, mm -hmm. like are you guys on social? Do you have a yep. website built out? Yep. What's like where you're trying to grow your 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 base there so people can find you yeah we have a we have a facebook account of course nollies taco joint okay and then we have our emails nollies taco joint.com and then uh, i think it's the same with the website too and there's uh, i think the the, the email is nollies cb at gmail.com but that's more business and the phone number is 910-707-0455 we also we also have an instagram 
Okay. Very, Internet's same thing. Very, very, very cool. Well, EJ, uh, again, I know you're a super busy guy, so we're extremely thankful that you carved out a few minutes for us today uh, to chat about you and your business. I can say we really enjoyed getting to meet you. Yeah. Super cool, laid-back guy uh, with some uh, amazing tacos. So happy for your success, and uh, I'll be uh, frequenting uh, your business with my friends and family for, for years to come. So kudos on that. You, you've earned our business. All right. Look forward to it. Thank you guys very much. This is really cool. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in to Triangle Radio Podcast, and we'll see you on our next show. Thanks for tuning in to this Triangle Radio Podcast. 